Hello, and welcome to Your Mental Health is Everything with Devontae Wood. To be very honest with you, I don't really know how to start this introduction correctly. So let me just start by saying this show is going to be focusing on the importance of mental health and why we should focus on it more, specifically our own. As human beings, we don't really focus on ourselves too much. And I wanted to do this show to help people see that no matter what, your mental health is everything. Communication. That's something that a lot of people have a hard time doing. Like, they have a hard time communicating. Like, I feel like my generation's lack of communication skills has been a major problem for us. Because there's there's very few people who know how to effectively communicate without taking it as an argument. Like, for instance, if I just want to tell you how I feel that's not necessarily me trying to argue with you that's me just trying to get like my feelings out because I'm not supposed to hold anything in it's just effective communication I feel like you should be able to talk to whoever you're dealing with whether it be a significant other a friend a family member whatever a co-worker whoever you should be able to talk to them, communicate without it turning into a shouting match. There's a difference between an argument and a discussion. A discussion is just two or more people having a educated conversation. And an educated conversation would be a conversation without screaming, without yelling, like without too much emotion involved. You... You're clear and concise with your points. That's what a discussion is. An argument is a heated discussion. So it's that times 10. Just with anger and with frustration, I don't like having arguments. So I try my best to avoid them. But I like to discuss my feelings or discuss how I I feel about a certain topic or a certain scenario. And I don't feel like I should be persecuted for that. Like, that shouldn't be a crime. It shouldn't be a bad thing that somebody wants to talk about their feelings. Like, I've... This week, I did a lot of thinking, and I wanted to do a segment on, you know, why... Why I don't talk to people. Because I was was ready to come on the show and just be like, you know, it's my fault. But it's not fully my fault. It is more so a 50-50 thing. With everybody who... Because people who understand... When I'm... Like, when I break it down to them... It's just me trying to tell you how I feel. It's not an argument, per se. Some people just don't get that, and they never will. They'll always see it as... Oh, because you're talking about... How you feel a little bit too much. It seems like you're trying to argue argue with me. Or get a rise out of me. Because you make it seem like... Oh, I don't care about how you feel. Some people just take... You telling them how they feel as an attack on them. And 
it shouldn't always be that way. Like, it's very frustrating to hear Devontae, okay, Devontae, when I'm just trying to tell you, you know what? I feel this way about a certain topic. Or I feel this way about certain things. And I feel like a lot of people who suffer from depression and anxiety and bipolar disorder, etc., etc., like I do, they have a hard time really getting their point across and getting their feelings out because it's not the easiest thing to do. It's honestly super hard to tell people how you feel. It's hard to communicate those feelings because you you feel like people don't understand you. So when somebody understands you, they understand that, okay, he's not trying to argue. He's just trying to tell me how he feels. Whereas I feel like people don't take the time to understand that, hey, it's not an attack on me. It's just him or her telling me how they feel. It's just me telling... It's me telling you how I feel. It's me telling, getting my point across, getting my feelings out. Because I spent my entire life holding stuff in. And it did no good for me. I feel like now, since I've started trying to communicate a lot more, communicate my feelings a lot more, I've been a lot calmer. Like, I've been able to calm down a lot more, I should say. Uh, that was my bed. <laughs> But I've been a lot more relaxed. Like, a couple years ago, this wouldn't have been possible. Like, when I got frustrated. And, you know, there's actually still holes in my bedroom wall right now. That I still have to patch up. But I haven't punched a wall in a long time. And that shouldn't really be an accomplishment, but for me it is. It's because I've started actually talking about how I feel. Now, just imagine if people were to listen to me a little bit more instead of shutting me out. Maybe I would feel a lot better about myself. I feel like if if we just allow people to talk about how they feel instead of saying, you know what? I don't want to listen. Or if you pissed somebody off. Because this is for people who are on the opposite side of the spectrum too. If somebody makes you mad. Tell them that they've made you mad. Tell them that you feel a type of way. It shouldn't be no problem. It shouldn't be a problem. Because that's a double negative. It shouldn't be a problem. To hear. Hey. You offended me or you made me upset you should be able to correct that behavior and move on if I've made you upset if I've done something to offend you let me know please because I would do the same to you I feel like everybody needs to hear okay you know what you made me feel this type of way because when you tell me I made you feel this type of way I'm not going to say okay please stop I'm going to listen because if I did make you feel this type of way I don't want to make you feel like that anymore If a person really cares about you, they won't want to make you feel the way you feel right now. They'll be like, okay, so what can we do to change that? Or what can I do to change that? People who care will be open to hearing that, you know what, you pissed me off. And vice versa. 
If you care, you tell that person, hey, you pissed me off. Because if you don't tell that person, you're going to get angry. It's going to hold. It's going to bottle up. And as soon as somebody shakes that bottle just a bit, it's going to explode. Like a Coke bottle. And I had to realize that. <laughs> like, as a kid, I would hold all my anger in. I would hold out. I would hold how I felt in. And I would try my best to just ignore it. Until the slightest thing makes me mad. And that's the equivalent to, you know, shaking up a, a, a soda bottle. And then opening it. And then all my anger just comes out and explodes. So, you know what? Effectively communicate, people. And if you if you do fall under the category of a person who does not like to listen, effectively listen. Effective listening and effective communication saves lives. Honestly. Alright, let's go to the next segment. I'm sitting here asking myself right now because I honestly think I don't know at this point I don't think I really know what I'm doing or maybe I do know what I'm doing and I'm just too worried about why my future hasn't happened yet I think that's the problem with me is that I'm aging mentally but I'm not aging physically like I feel like I'm 35 and I don't have any time to accomplish my goals yet. But then I realize sometimes, yo, I'm only 20. If I accomplish anything now, it's extraordinary. I have time, right? But another part of me is telling me you don't have time. You never know when your time is up here. You got to get on the ball like as quick as possible. And I think that drives me crazy. Because six, seven, eight months, these last couple months have felt like 30 years. It's felt like an eternity. Like, I'm just too focused on, like, I'm too focused on what I want my future to be, but that I'm not focusing on my, my present. And I'm making myself unhappy because I'm worried too much about what's going on in in future Devontae's life that I'm not really focused on real time Devontae and I guess I kind of have to stop that I have to learn to live in the moment but I also want to grind so I can live in the moment later and I have to worry about nothing sometimes it's just trying to find the healthy balance of the two which is extremely hard to really find a This is what I get for recording early in the morning when my house is the most busiest. It's fine. You guys hear Miko in the background and my mother's nurse aides and pretty sure you're going to hear my baby brother screaming. But you know what? I don't don't care at this point. See my environment. It's fine. (laughs) But I feel like I'm not focusing on present Devontae enough. 
And you know, that's the problem with a lot of us nowadays. A lot of people don't focus on their present self. They focus on the future. And a lot of us are unhappy, especially my generation. A lot of us are unhappy because we're not looking at our present. We don't give a crap about this present. We don't give a crap about the world we live in today. Because we want to make it better for the future, for tomorrow. We all want to live in a world where... Money isn't an option. Money isn't a problem. And money's been a problem my entire life. I want to get to a point where I can live comfortably. I feel like if I can get to... Because money can't buy happiness, but I feel like if I can get to a point where I feel comfortable financially, I can start to focus on my other problems. I can start to look at... Hey, what's wrong with Devontae? Or what's going on? Why do I feel like this? A little bit more. So, I said all of that to say, you know, I'm going to still drive myself crazy to look towards my future. But I need to find a balance and learn how to relax a little bit more when it comes towards my future. I don't need to be right there right now but maybe I do it's just me going back and forth with myself all I do know is eventually I will get there no matter what I will get there I need to just understand that no matter how long it takes I will see better days I will be happier again That's what this show is about. Finding your peace. And this wasn't just for me either. This is for everybody. Focus on current you now. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. Focus on current you. Focus on the you living in the now. Because you don't want to make yourself unhappy while you're chasing your dreams. Because once you get your dreams... You're going to be successful and unhappy. That's all it is at that point. I want to be happy before I'm truly successful. Or at least somewhat so I can have a base of what happiness looks like. (coughs) Sorry about that. Because if money can't buy happiness, and I need to have the happiness and the money be teammates, at at least work together. Knicks fan. That's what I'm gonna talk about. Because it it's something that plays a major factor in my depression. <laughs> you know, like honestly, and the reason I want to talk about this today is because I was I was watching one of the Breakfast Club segments on YouTube. You know how Charlemagne the God gives people like the donkey of the day? So, this particular donkey of the day for October 14th was the Dallas Cowboys organization. He was like, it starts at top. It starts with Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett. Jerry Jones is the owner. Jason Garrett is the head cheerleader. 
because you can't tell me that man is a coach. <laughs> Nothing he does is as a coach. But that's a different story for a different day. Now, as I was listening to Charlemagne explain why the Cowboys are mediocre, but it will never change. I was like, damn, we got a lot of similarities. Because, you know, being a Knicks fan, the Knicks, we suck. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. We're a terrible team. And it's not because we don't have the talent. It's not because we have a bad coach. Most of the time, it's not even because our front office is terrible. It's because James Dolan, our owner, isn't that good of an owner. And you know what? I can't even put all the blame on him. Because, you know, I'm going to go back on what I just said about the front office. Because if you sit here and really think about it, they're just as bad as he is. Being a Knicks fan, I've had to take a lot of, a lot of, like, jokes about it for years. But nothing worse than this summer. Holy crap. Like, this summer for the Knicks was terrible. To see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go to Brooklyn, I, it hurts. But then I remember, this will never be a Nets town. It'll always belong to the Knicks, no matter how much we lose. Because no matter how mediocre we are, we are still the most valuable franchise in all of basketball. Knicks merchandise flies off the shelves. Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena in the world, stays packed. We can get cooked every night, and everybody will still show up to our games. And it made me realize I had a eureka moment, because listening to Charlemagne say all of that about his Cowboys, I realized being a Knicks fan and a Cowboys fan is one and the same. And I have a friend who's both. Shouts out to him because he lives a tough life. <laughs> as as a both like to deal with Jerry Jones and James Dolan is both of your favorite team's owners. <sighs> okay, Eugene, you're you're a good man for that. <laughs> tough man for that. But so let me tell you why being a Knicks fan is hard. Because I can get past all the terribleness. I can get past the not seeing the playoffs in the last six or seven seasons. We haven't been to the playoffs, I think, since 2013-14. 2013-14, we didn't make the playoffs. 2012-13 was the last time we was in the playoffs, I believe. That was a magical season. That was one of my favorite seasons as a Knicks fan. 54 wins. Carmelo should have won an MVP. JR won six minutes a year. Coach Mike Woodson should have won Coach of the Year. But if he didn't or if he didn't for that season. But that's a different story for a different day. Now, for about 20 years, I watched my team. Mind you, I'm 20 years old. I've watched the team be dismantled. Brick by brick, piece by piece. I've watched the team give crappy contracts to mediocre players. First and foremost, Joakim Noah getting 72 million? 72 million? Really? Really? Alright. I'm probably not even going to air this segment. But 
This is just for me to get my grievances out. Joakim Noah got 72 million. Phil Jackson gave him 72 million. Phil Jackson is the reason we lost Carmelo Anthony. Like, he's the reason Carmelo's relationship with the Knicks is ruined. Phil Jackson, bro, the greatest coach of all time, ruined the Knicks. That's not even them. That's not even like the worst part of being a Knicks fan, though. No. It's knowing that your owner's never gonna sell. James Dolan's not going to sell that team. He wants to, like, the Knicks are worth about four billion, four and a half. Dolan said he's not selling for no less than five. Nobody's gonna give him five billion. Nobody wants to make that man richer. And that man has, first of all, and he, it's not like he's a bad owner. Because the Rangers, my favorite hockey team, which he also owns, are pretty good. So it's not like Dolan's a terrible owner. It's just the basketball gods don't rock with the Knicks. It's hard being the Knicks fan. It's hard because the basketball gods don't rock with the Knicks. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. We have Murphy's Law. I'm so serious. Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. You want to know what our, our whole thing was for last season? KD, Kyrie, Zion. Zion's in New Orleans. KD and Kyrie are in Brooklyn. We got the third pick instead of the first. And now I'm glad we got RJ Barrett because at least we didn't fall out the top three. But really? Really? We couldn't get anybody? The basketball gods don't rock with the Knicks. And I honestly think until James Dolan sells the team, they will never rock with the Knicks. And that makes me so depressed because my favorite basketball team might never see a championship in my lifetime. It kills me. It it literally does. Nah, it really does. And I'm a basketball fan, so I love basketball no matter what. And I got favorite players outside of the Knicks because you know what? You can root for players without being a bandwagon. You can just like the players. But through and through, I bleed orange and blue. I'm always going to be a Knicks fan, and I think that will always be my downfall. (laughs) Being a Knicks fan is arguably one of the most depressing things I do. And it makes it drives me insane because I expect us to be good every year. But it's okay. Because I'm always gonna be a Dicks fan. At least, at least, at least you could commend me for being tough on that. But always gonna support my team. The Knicks gonna take it this year. Time for my favorite second of the week, Devontae's seven song mix. I'm not gonna do no long intro this week for it to intro the, the segment. I'm just going to simply just jump into it because I'm excited about this week's list. It's a compact of a bunch of, to me, beautiful sounds. So let's get started. The first song on this week's list, I thought about Killing You by Kanye West. Because the most beautiful thoughts are always beside the darkest. And in all honesty, I'm kind of upset at myself for, you know, using it so early. 
but it's going to get used again eventually and it'll have a, a different explanation but the reason why I put it on for this week is because I had to seriously I had a lot of emotions this week I had a lot that I was dealing with and I had to think to myself and just calm myself down and relax now you see the album cover for the A album it says I hate being bipolar it's awesome and when you hear Kanye say things like the most beautiful things are always beside the darkest and you really sit there and you think it really puts it into perspective for you like I, I give like I said Kanye had inspired me to get my superpower tattooed on my arm because of yikes it was like it helped me come to terms of being bipolar like I might not like the gay album as much as I like his other projects but it's a sentimental favorite to me because it helped me kind of understand who I was a little bit So, song earned its <laughs> it earned its place on this list this week. Next song, "Everybody Dies in Their Nightmares" by XXX and Tassion. That song, I mean, when you hear, like, when you when you hear that song, you come to terms with, like. I really don't know how to explain it, so let me try to break it down a little bit more. When you hear certain artists rap or sing, and you hear about their experiences in their lives, like you have certain artists that are tailored for certain subjects, and X was a mental health activist in a way. Like, he brought light to what it felt like to be depressed. And he brought light to what it felt like to be sad. And have it really take control on you. Like, I mean, yeah, like, take control of you. So, why I was a fan of an artist like him is because even though he realized he did a lot of things wrong and he wasn't a picture-perfect human being, he still eventually tried to change himself. He was on the straight and narrow before his death. Like, cause everybody, like, everybody is tired of being alone in the nighttime. And I think that line is like, yo, I just don't worry about myself anymore. I'm fighting myself. It's just me dealing with my own problems. That song is just basically a, a cry for help, to be honest with you. And it took me, so you know, just now to realize that. It's a major cry for help. But it is a great song. It, I started listening to it a lot more right, right before he died. And it just like, I was starting to really come to terms with myself. He gave me confidence to be Devontae and that's just my thoughts on it but that's the second song on this list now 
let's get into some fun. Cause those, I feel like those are two very serious songs. Third song on this list, When Doves Cry by Prince. Before I get started, I just want to say Prince is like one of the greatest entertainers of all time. And I believe he played every instrument in When Doves Cry. So I'm not even going to explain it. And I have the the like the extended version, not the version with the that cuts off at the lyrics. I'm just gonna say go listen to the song if you haven't if you haven't already. When Doves Cry is one of my like I have a, a ton of favorite songs. I listen to nothing but music. But it's one of my one of my favorite songs. Number four, February 3rd by Georgie Smith. Georgie Smith has the voice of an angel. Like, the UK songstress has the voice of an angel. Like, yo, listen to February 3rd. You just listen to it, and you just, like, close your eyes, and you, you feel like you're, you're getting sung to from the heavens. That's how beautiful that, that woman's voice is. Like, I love that song a lot. I love every song I put on these lists. <laughs> but, song number five. Riptide by Vance Joyce. Now, as you can see, I really love instruments. And I believe he's playing the ukulele. It, it just sounds so good. <laughs> so good. It sounds like such a, a beautiful song. It is. It is. A, I feel like I, I, I've said beautiful a lot during this damn segment. So for the people who get annoyed by the word beautiful, I apologize. But it is a beautiful song. All right, we got two songs left, so bear with me. I promise I won't. <laughs> I won't say beautiful that much more. But next song, number six, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Alright. I'm sorry, I, I kind of had to do that. It, it's only right. But Sweet Caroline put me in a good mood this week. I don't got no crazy explanation on it, but it put me in a great mood. So it made its way on this list. And last but not least, Lost and Found by YB and Cordae. Now, the reason why I had this song on this list is because last week I know I had We Gonna Make It by him and Meek Mill. And it was very fitting. Now, this week, it's just as fitting because I, I had a job interview this week. And it went very, very, very good. So, I got a second interview this week for next week. And I have to go to the general manager who hired me, who interviewed me. She liked me so much that she said, you know what? You're going to come do your, like, second interview at my store. I'm like, all right, bet. So... It feels nice to know I'm about to have a new job. As long as I 
do great in this second interview, which I know I will. I gotta be relaxed, I gotta be calm, and I know I can do it. I felt like I was a lost boy last week. And you know what? I'm still a little bit lost. But I'm starting to be found again. Ha ha ha, cliche. I know. But I'm starting to... I'm starting to find who I was. I'm starting to gain my smile back. I'm starting to know where Devontae is again. Okay. So that was this week's list. As always, it is on Apple Music. And I'm working on doing a, a Spotify version of the playlist. So bear with me for all my Spotify listeners. It's coming soon. As always, please leave a like and a thumbs up wherever you're viewing this if it allows you to do that on Apple Podcasts I know it definitely does so please leave a thumbs up share the podcast wherever you share your podcast please leave a review on Apple Podcasts um and if you want let me know what songs you're listening to off the mix let me know what you're listening to currently what's in your your rotation your mix um also, send me suggestions. Let me know how you're loving the playlist. And just let me know if you're loving what I'm doing. Like, I love the feedback. But alright. Let's close out this show. Wow. Um, so I'm really doing this podcasting thing. And I'm kind of not used to it yet. But I feel like I'm getting somewhat better, progressing. And for the people who's, who have been listening, I really appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for it. For you even take time out of your day to listen to me talk. It means the world. I have so much to say. And I have a platform now. And I really appreciate that people take the time to care (laughs) I'm not used to people caring about me so I appreciate that thank you so much as always wherever you're listening to this like, share, if you can subscribe, leave a thumbs up on uh, Apple Podcast and review if you want to add me on social media on Instagram at D-A-E-S-U-S underscore. And I'm working on getting an Instagram page created for your mental health is everything. So that that should be up. That should be done soon. But as always, I love you guys. Have a blessed week. And always remember, please, please always remember, your mental health is everything.